This is the A-B Testing 343 Podcast, a podcast where we ask one of the three listeners of the A-B Testing Podcast three questions about almost anything. ABT 343 is a fun slice of what's going on in the world of modern testing. Let's get started. We're back again for another ABT 343, and this time all the way from Germany, I think, is Andreas Warm. Warm. Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Yeah, warm, just like the warm on the ground. <laughs> and uh, but spelling-wise, it's it's spelled worm. Uh, okay, that's the pronunciation. Um, yeah, it's for, for, um, well, for, for the for the Murricans, which is I only bring that up because your nickname on our Slack is really cool. It's it's a nice little pun, global worming, <laughs> and I love it. I guess yeah. I I, I uh, always thought it's called Warm because Earth, Earthworm Jim is uh, I think yeah it's it's Warm. Um, it works. Just 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 ignore my American ignorance. Uh, I love the name. Uh, I'm super glad no, to have you here. <laughs> you know, on this podcast, I ask a few questions, usually three plus tangents, so more three or more questions to one of the three listeners of the AB testing podcast. So as sort of a pre question, I'm curious, how did you learn about the podcast or modern testing? Where did you learn about this thing that Brent and I call modern testing? I I somehow stumbled upon your podcast. I'm not sure if I saw it on LinkedIn or on the MOT Slack. Someone linked me to episode 104. And that was the first time I heard about the podcast and your your seven principles and uh, yeah and a few episodes after joined the one of three slack so what did we talk about in 104 oh that's a great question uh, maybe return of investment maybe i'm not sure i could look it up just curious brent sometimes remember these and of course we have some episodes that we always remember like we know like we talked about so and so in such episode it's called leading quality with one coming john yeah 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 that one was uh a good interview with a bad recording uh on the old equipment we have better equipment that's why this one sounds so much better but how have you applied modern testing to any of the work that you've done you know since you found the podcast uh, since I found the podcast, that's hard. I um, because I didn't really do much. I just discovered it like a week or two weeks ago, and um, I'm currently without a project, so there's no real, real code base or team or product I could apply anything to. <laughs> I thought about starting an pod, my own podcast. Maybe I can. Uh, introduce some quality there or get rapid feedback uh, whatever um, no I discovered well I basically lived the or some of the principles for a long time most things uh, on the list um, I already did because I had the had the luck to to learn in a very quality focused environment so things like uh, customer first um, quality um, inbuilt from the beginning and um, sharing knowledge and continuously improving have been always there as you said as you said uh, the quality the principles are very old um, you, <laughs> you exactly always that. they're not, not so nothing, new nothing nothing 
Yeah, nothing new. You've made my point for me. So let's get the softballs aside. Let's talk about Scrum. I know you are a supporter of Scrum. I want you to talk about that. And also that you have seen Scrum used incorrectly a lot. So let's just go with that. Tell me about your experience with Scrum, how it, you know, problems you've run into, how it's helped with modern testing. And I'm going to sit back and listen to you uh, teach me for a while. Uh, after I, I um, finished my three years of learning to be a software developer, I basically did the um, Scrum Master certification and um, the place where I learned and worked knew about Scrum. My, my boss was a supporter of Scrum and uh, as like Scrum as like one of the best methodologies to develop complex software products. We had a team of like um, five, six people and we tried to do Scrum to be agile. No, no Scrum implementation is uh, perfect. We were always learning, but um, we were very aware of the, some of the hmm, missing parts of Scrum. We didn't do Scrum correctly, but we applied as much as we could or as we wanted to yeah, have an environment of um, yeah, continuous improvement and learning and uh, not doing the same, the same error twice and um, yeah, having, having a customer focus and working with data and you know, one of the, yeah, maybe I should tell about the project um, so we have a little bit of context that I'm, what I'm talking about. Our little company of six people um, mostly developed um, an event ticketing system the storefront where you could um, buy tickets for, for concerts and um, museums and these things online. Pretty local and we had like um, at any time 6,000 events active, which is I guess nothing compared to huge, I don't know what your local equivalent is. Yeah, but for our team pretty, pretty nice and yeah, we did this for a client and one problem we often came back to was our missing product owner because when you when you go with the scrum guide you want to have like a self-sufficient uh, autark uh, what was the term um, uh, the, the word escapes me um, but you want the team to have all the ability to do and make decisions and um, develop the product. We were working for a client, so the client had uh, much say in which uh, direction we went and what to develop. And yeah, sometimes the, the um, so you could, you could say the client was the product owner, but you could, <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the role, the role, the persons, the persons changed from time to time and we had better product owners and sometimes worse product owners and um, yeah, that was one issue. Um, in hindsight, it would have made, maybe made sense to, to fight for autonomy 
to say, hey, come, we, we align on the basic goals you want to achieve, the basic, um, like the customer segments you want to to uh, talk to, to have more conversion with, whatever, and let us handle the the tasks and how to do it and uh, how to gather feedback. And um, But in hindsight, that's easy to say. I'm going to have you, I'm going to put you on the hot seat here with some special questions because I have my, I can't say that I hate Scrum because I don't. I think it's valuable and useful and often misused. So I don't think I'm going to tell you anything you haven't heard before on misuse, but let me give you some complaints I have about Scrum and just kind of give me your answers on them. Just for those of you listening along, there has been no prep for these. He is completely on the spot. So <laughs> I will ask, yeah. try and ask these in an open-ended way. So one is the rituals of Scrum. There are a lot of meetings that go along with the Scrum framework. There's the daily stand-up, uh, which we can go into, which it has some pros and cons uh, when done right or wrong. And as a tangent, it seems like every day on the internet, someone publishes an article saying why Agile doesn't work, and they describe some horribly bastardized version of Agile, and you go, yeah, of course, you don't get it. That's why it doesn't work. So, yeah. so going back to Scrum rituals, there's the there's the backlog grooming, and the daily stand-up, and the retros, and there are probably a few other ones I'm forgetting. So mm-hmm. what are some pros and cons of, let's just stick with daily stand-up. And actually, let's talk about all that lead up. What are the pros and cons? What are the ways the daily standup is an extremely important part of Scrum? And what are some ways in that meeting can be useless? Let's let's first distinguish between Agile and Scrum. Agile, when, when, I, when I talk Ex- about excellent Agile... Excellent clarification. <laughs> when, when I talk, or when in my mind, Agile is the main resource for Agile is the Agile Manifesto. And I love, well, okay, I like talking about Scrum more because Scrum has a more concrete rule set you can compare to. It And as I, I'm going to stop. Go on, go on. I was going to interrupt and give away your answer for you. So keep going. <laughs> so um, whatever the actual implementation is you are, you are doing, um, all the uh, all the rituals mentioned in the Scrum guide, and you can okay. That's our main source for doing Scrum is a Scrum guide, um, and these rituals have a purpose. These rituals don't add meetings or are a waste of time because any everything you do in these rituals must be done to build something. And Scrum tries to um, say, okay, why don't you use at regular intervals these ways of communicating and collaborating to build something? Because you have to do it anyway. Let's try the most effective way of communicating and collaborating and um, sharing new information, um, aligning on goals, um, and get feedback from stakeholders and deliver quality. What was the second part of the question? <laughs> Let's talk about the stand-up um, because I have a love-hate relationship with okay. the stand-up. Yeah. I'm gonna, without leading you, I'm going to see if you can guess why I think the stand-up can be yeah, awesome it, and why it often isn't. Through discovering, I'm doing a lot more on um, 
uh, on the learning side because I have a project and I also discovered the Liberators Network and the um, Zombie Scrum. Do you know of that? Yes, you read my mind. You're in my head. Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, but it's very, very interesting. You can boil that down to um, you have to have passion, excitement, new things. You, you, you don't want to have uh, to, to, to um, trot over into the meeting room. Yeah, yesterday I did this and that. No, I'm not blocked. Okay, see you tomorrow. Yeah, you have to keep it fresh, exciting. And one thing I'm recently learning is the importance of the sprint goal. And in hindsight, that was something which could have helped us very much in our eight years of developing this event ticketing system and doing Scrum there. Keep it, yeah, keep it interesting. <laughs> yes. The difference with you over a lot of people that have done Scrum is they kind of pick a little bits of it and it doesn't quite work. I think the sprint goal, it's uh, what Pat Lencioni calls the rallying cry, getting a team to align about, around something. I think that's super important as well. Uh, and then the zombies, the, the zombie standups of people every day saying they're working on the same thing and it's the same thing they did yesterday and they're never blocked on anything, which is really comes down to the importance of a good scrum master for the team. And I am missing out on there's a really good book I read and recommend on being a scrum master. And if you're doing scrum, yeah, I think go ahead. We didn't have a scrum master either. <laughs> so that's a challenge because I think uh, uh, it's incredibly important to have a good scrum master, someone who knows what to do and, and, and can dig past those things. And this book that I'm talking, I can't find it. I don't want to search for it any longer while I'm talking here, so I'm not going to. But it does a good job talking about the role of the scrum master as a servant leader for the organization and helping the team be successful and aligning them on what they're doing, asking the right questions to get the team that get the right level of communication for that team to be successful, which aligns very well with the Agile Manifesto and Agile principles, which I think a lot of people who do Scrum haven't, they think of Scrum as being equal to Agile. For, so thanks for calling that out that they're not. And then uh, you, 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 were talk, you, were, you, were, you were talking about people saying um, Agile doesn't work because we are doing Scrum wrong. And I'm saying, yeah, we are doing Scrum wrong, but Agile did work. I have seen enough people make mistakes with Scrum that I prefer not to use it. But I have nothing against Scrum being used properly. But I think you are going to need someone to play the role of Scrum Master for it to really work well for the team. Honestly, Scrum is a nice transition for those used to more traditional models because it gives you, you get nice little tight iterations. In fact, done poorly, Scrum is an example of the spiral model of software delivery. It can be a way of accelerating waterfall done poorly, but if you actually understand how Scrum works within the frame of Agile, it can actually be very effective. So I have nothing against it. It just seems to be done wrong a lot. So it's kind of scared me away from recommending it to a lot of teams versus just coaching them towards understanding the principles of Agile in the first place. I'm off of my soapbox. 
in your notes, you said that uh, you like Scrum, but mostly for egocentrical reasons. I'd like to hear some more about that. Yeah, the the the, the best part about rallying cry and uh, and um, the consumer and customer centric view is motivation. Because I'm 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 deriving a lot of purpose in my life from my work. So as long as you can convince me that my work is valuable, I will be much more motivated to work. And doing doing boring stuff, doing stuff where I don't see the value for the customer, doing something which is just thrown in the bin, um, which was uh, clear beforehand, um, will totally demotivate me. And I guess many people will suffer from this fate when they don't see the bigger picture, when they don't see the value added, when they don't make lives better. It's it's easier to follow when you have th- someone um, who's really passionate and has has you has you convinced that what you're building is great. I don't see that as egotistical. To me, that's about having a sense of purpose for your work. And I tie that back to Dan Pink's work. Like you need to have autonomy, mastery, and sense of purpose. You need to be able to figure stuff out and be able to do it and feel like you're in like what you work on matters. And that's not egotistical. That's just it is taking care of yourself, but it's you know, when I look at Dan Pink's those three principles that I just mentioned, it's kinda like Maslow's hierarchy of needs. It's what we need to do to be successful in knowledge work. So I'm okay with that. I don't call that egotistical, but it's if you give people work they enjoy that they feel like matters, they're going to do better work and create higher quality output. So I am all <laughs> over that. Okay, good to hear. That's good to hear. As a much younger person than me, it's good to hear the younger generation figuring out that's important. So I, I like didn't, that. Yeah, I don't know if I figured that out or if it's just really the, the awesome environment I was learning in. We, we didn't have a scrum master, but we had... Um, we had Two people with um, Scrum Master certifications. My boss, a really, really um, great mind, and um, always, always pointing out the the the, the problems um, we had by by applying the Scrum guide and saying, okay, um, we have a problem with uh, doing three weeks week sprints. Come, let's try two. Let's try one. Okay, what is what what is happening? Um, so he was basically a teacher, coach, mentor and a great scrum master but also the world shifted sometimes sometimes i was a scrum master and um, he was focusing more on development sometimes someone else was um, for the sprint having trying to have more like an overview about the uh, the team and the the things we do but that was very hard because we were all developers and we all wanted to develop fancy stuff and great things and build uh, yeah Stay focus. Sounds like a good boss. Excited about that. Hey, one last thing I'd like to talk about, which is the thing on everyone's mind these days, COVID. So first off, how's it going with you? With Do you have a family? Do you live by yourself? How's it going with you dealing with uh, whatever's going on in your part of the world? Uh, I think in Germany, things have opened up a little bit more, but not much. Yeah, in Germany, it's um, comparatively good. You see low numbers, like 
thousand. Um, but you see an increase now that schools and uh, businesses are reopening again. Yeah, that was to be expected. I was lucky to to just have finished the project and I could just go to the office um, by myself or I could um, stay at home. I basically the whole April was on vacation. Yeah, and after that um, I was alone in the office. Uh, <laughs> so no no contact there, no risk. I have a wife. I uh, have a son who is um, going to be three years old. And that's the really stressful part because... You know, yes, I have noticed that too. I have a lot of employees with young kids and I have had a lot of young kids join meetings. <laughs> Which can be uh, funny. No, but but uh, related to the the risk of infection, even even though the early data suggested that um, children below a certain age aren't really susceptible to the virus and don't face like severe consequences, but the long term effects and we have a grandma who couldn't visit, um, yeah, and the soul twenty four seven being a dad at home was quite a <laughs> challenge sometimes. Uh, yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. So there is safety, however, in online communities. And I believe you just joined LinkedIn recently. So what's that experience been like? Yeah, I thought um, because projects are slow, I just try to be more active on LinkedIn. Maybe uh, there's <laughs> a business value in that. I'm quite surprised. I'm, uh, it's already um, had, it's already been proven valuable just to... It's just for the learning aspect. I'm, I, I discovered a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting thoughts, and a lot of updates on my um, knowledge of Scrum and some different philosophies and advancements. Um, try to, to, to get into discussions and maybe post one or two things I'm really confident about that's not rehashed that's some original thoughts and um, hopefully helpful to someone <laughs> yeah en engaging in discussion and debates a great mm, way to learn yeah definitely so, congratulations on on getting out yeah, i should have done i should have done that earlier no <laughs> it is what it is great well that's going to bring us to the about to the end of our time here today but I enjoyed the conversation, especially kind of diving into Scrum a little bit and kind of hearing what's going on in your world. Uh, I want to thank you again for joining our community at oneofthe3.slack.com and then for volunteering to be on this podcast where we try and get a little bit more information around people on the podcast. So thank you for that. And uh, any final words or, or actually maybe share some ways people can learn more about you or get a hold of you out in the real world. Uh, it's hard in the real world. You can you can connect to me on LinkedIn, um, but I don't really have an, a channel, a personal channel to spread my my thoughts. And join uh, one of the three dot slack dot com and talk to that, yeah. global warming <laughs> or global warming there. Yeah, and um, also on the Ministry of Testing podcast uh, Slack. I'm sorry, uh, Ministry of Testing Slack. Yeah, I'm, you, you can find me on the Serenity BDD Gitter chat. Well, that's basically it. 
I think a lot of our community is bound to come across you at some point if they haven't already. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's good to have a, remem uh, a rememberable nickname. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much. All right. Well, thanks again. Say goodbye, and we will get going. Oh, thanks for having me. Bye.